What's up, family? Today is October 21st, 2019. This is Monday, my brothers and my sisters. We're closing in on another month just flying by. This is the final episode of season two. The final episode of season two. This is episode number six, zero. We're going to be going into the uh, the cave. So we're going to be off for about a week. Maybe it depends. So I can come up with some more great topics for the brothers and sisters out there who's looking for that insight and that knowledge. So this is the final episode of season two, episode number six, zero. And then we might be taking a little bit of time off, like I say, so we can go into the cave and find some more of those great topics that I want you all to pay attention to. I want you to go back and listen to the episodes from season one through season two and to get that insight as to what your brother's talking about. And always remember, disregard how I say it, but pay attention to what I'm saying. The message, there's a message in each and every one of the one through 60 messages. This is number six, zero. My brothers and sisters, this is a message that's been going around for many, many hundreds of years. It's a message that we all need to pay attention to. I want to start off with a couple of definitions first, and then you can pretty much see where I'm going with the title. The first definition I want to talk about, it's called supremacy, supremacy, S-U-P-R-E-M-A-C-E, supremacy, supremacy, you know what supremacy is, supremacy, the state or condition of being superior to all others in authority, power, or status. I'm going to say it again. The state or condition of being superior to all others in authority, power, or status. And that's what we have in this country. It's not just white supremacy. We have black supremacy. We have brown supremacy. We have yellow supremacy. Everybody wants to have power over other, excuse me, over other groups. And they'll do whatever they have to do in order to gain that power. But we're going to go to another definition on what I think is the key to this country. And that's why this country is in a state that it's in today. 
And that's hate. H-A-T-E. Hate. Feel intense or passionate dislike for someone. Say it again. Feel intense or passionate dislike for someone. You know, hate is a strong, strong word. You add supremacy and you add hate. And you combine the two. And what do you get? The strongest of all supremacy and hate is white folks hating, not just on black folks, but brown folks, yellow folks, and red folks. I like to call it white hate. And I think it's sad because all white people don't feel this way. But the ones that you see out front and even the ones you don't see that's in the background. And it's sad because we're all supposed to be one. And basically we were all born under one blood. So when someone thinks that their blood is better than your blood and blood is red, black blood ain't black, brown blood ain't brown. Red blood ain't, ain't, well, red blood is red, but the red man's blood is red, just like the black, the brown, the yellow, and the white. And when someone thinks that their blood is better, because see, ignorance, as the old saying goes, ignorance is bliss. People who don't understand, we all come from the same God. We all come from one blood. And if you go back, the father of time is Adam. There were people established before Adam. But Adam and Eve, all man created Adam and Eve. And yes, Adam was a melanin colored person. He was a person of color. He wasn't a white man like they portray in books and pictures. He was a person of color. Eve came from the rib of Adam. Eve was a woman of color. Color. That's why you try to educate people and let them know, you know, you're white. But if you understood the essence of why you're white, you wouldn't be saying that because basically all people come from the black man and the black woman. But the game that is played today is all about white supremacy. That's the number one supremacy of all the color of sorry of all the colors, white. Yes, when I'm talking, I like to walk around. So sometimes you might hear this or you might hear that. But that's because I'm walking around and usually when I'm talking, I'm passionate about what I say. So I'm walking around and yes, this is Renell's real talk FM. So in the background, you might hear my washer going, you might hear something. See, everybody thinks cause you're doing a podcast. You need to sit back, not to get off the topic. You like to sit back and you, you in a room where there's no sound and 
my podcast, there's always different types of see last the door going. There's always dip, different types of sound because it's real, man. This is real. I'm not in a studio. I'm in my own home. I'm in my own man cave, but I'm walking throughout my house. So this is Renell's real talk, meaning everything is real. I'm not putting on no airs for you. I'm just bringing to you straight to give you knowledge and hope that you take the knowledge that you've gained over the last 59, and this is number 60, that you can start applying it towards your life and applying it towards not being so foolish and thinking everybody loves you when everybody don't love you. Back to the topic. White supremacy has been going on, as they might want to call it, ever since the black man has been in slavery. And that's been over 500 some years. Because we're still, and you look at it, black man still in slavery. He just don't see it, but he's still in slavery. Slavery of the mind. Not so much shackles anymore, but slavery of the mind. It's the mind that keeps you enslaved. And your slave masters, they're not just uh, white, but you also have black slave masters that sit in front of a pool pit and control the people. The church is one of the biggest controlling, manipulative uh, devices that we have in America, especially the black church. Black people need to understand that white supremacy has been pretty much put upon us with religion. And it's it's still doing its job today because everybody don't love you and everybody don't hate you. But a good portion don't even respect you. And I'm talking I'm talking to the black man and black woman. Why? Because you forget you are a forgiving people. That's what they put on you. In slavery. The book, the Bible, the Bible has been written so many times. It's kind of hard to know what's actually real and what somebody done wrote in it over the last several hundred years. It's like the Bible states for you to obey the book. If you know the book, you understand scripture wise. I'm not going to go off into details on scriptures, but if you read the book and study the book, then you know what I'm talking about. But most of you do like the Bible states in one of the scriptures for you to obey, obey your master, obey your master. Jesus never said he was your master. Obey your master. That's in the book, the Bible, whatever version you may have. That's what's in the book. Obey your master. See, keep you in line. That's why when they say obey your master, that's why when you look at the blonde haired blue eyed Jesus, you see a white man, blue eyes, blonde hair. That's in some of your pictures, not all, because some of them, they're, they're, they're different pictures, but the concept is pretty much the same with the blonde hair. Maybe not as blonde, blonde, but maybe a sandy colored blonde or uh, blue eyes or whatever. 
but it's the same type of picture that they they want you to idolize. Black folks been idolizing a white God or a white Jesus because God's not he's not white, but they've been idolizing a white picture of Jesus forever. That's why in a lot of my uh, episodes, I always refer to which one are you worshiping? The one on your wall or the one that's in the book? Because the connotation of the one that's in the book is totally different from the one that's uh, on your wall. Because his hair is not white lamb's wool. His feet aren't burnished brass. And his eyes are not like flames of fire. Now that's the one that's in your book. Uh, Revelations chapter one. Read the first chapter. 12 through verses 12 through 16. Those would be about the only scripture that I'll give you. But those of you Bible thumpers, you ought to know the scriptures. You may know them, but you don't obey them and you don't even uh, pretty much understand them. But white supremacy has been going on for a long time to keep the black man in line. Even though you see a lot of our people have uh, overcome in 150 years uh, since slavery, how we've overcome and we've grown and we have this and we have this, we have this type of status. Uh, we may have a shoe name after us. We may even have a company, a shoe company, whatever the situation may be, where the shade that black people have grown and black people are thriving. No, black people aren't. Uh, black people are growing to a certain extent, but thriving. No, some are, some are trying, some have given up and some just don't even exist anymore. We're working, but there's always that stay in line. Don't try to get too big. You take our brother LeBron James now. LeBron James made a statement, and more than likely, he didn't know. He probably shouldn't have even made a statement, but he did. But after you take out all the good things that this brother has done, you penalize him for making one bad statement. And that's what they do to keep you in line. Like, look here, uh, boy, I'm going to let this one slide. But you just remember where you got your money from. And that's pretty much how they want. Because, see, it's good for you to spend, if you're black, it's good for you to spend your money with them. I'm talking about white folks and anybody else, for that matter. But when you start to concentrate and spend your money towards helping your own people to thrive, now that's a no-no. That's a no-no. So I got to let you know where you got your money from and who you're not supposed to spend your money with. That's a sad situation, but that's the situation that we're in each and every day. Even if you have a little bit of money, if you want to put your money and help your people, no, that's not a good thing. Every now and then we may let you do something. See, Oprah been was in what doing the Oprah show in Chicago for over 20 something years. Over 25 years, maybe. I think it was, yeah, about over 25 years. And what happened? Oprah started a school in Africa, which is nothing wrong with. But it wasn't in America. And Chicago school system is shit. Especially in the inner city. But she started a school in Africa. 
I guess it's cool because it's the motherland. But what about Chicago? See, I got this money, but I'm going to take it out the country and help my sisters over there, which, like I say, is nothing wrong with that. But what about your sisters over in Chicago, where you've been preaching the show, where black folks been supporting the Oprah Winfrey show forever, but you take your money out of the country? It's like our brother, Obama. I understand that a president can only do so much without the people. I'm sorry, I'm talking about the people, the House and the Senate. You can only do so much. But when you can only do so much, you have to focus in on the things that you can do without any interference from the House or the Senate. And in some cases, that wasn't the point. He didn't. He might have done some things, but some of the major things could have been done that never were established. You take the Bushes, you take uh, the father and the son. They took care of the state of Texas. They took care of the state of Texas. Uh, Obama could have took care of Chicago, the state of Illinois, the city of Chicago a little bit better. It's like when they had, I believe it was 2016, when they was having all those shootings and killings down there. They were crying for the National Guard to come in there. Because they went on a spree of shootings and killings. But no. And it's sad because when we get some type of power, we never really apply the power towards our people. It's like people always say, well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the first pre black president, but I'm everybody's president. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But at least trying to help your people. But anytime a black person tries to help his people, White folks step in to let you know you can't do that. Now, this is supposed to be the land of good and plenty. But it's only the land of good and plenty if you're not black. But if you're black, you can spend your money towards everybody else and build up them and their community. But don't try to help your own people. Or else we're going to have to penalize you. And that's the way it is. And those of my brothers and sisters that are listening to this, you understand? It's called playing the game of white supremacy. I have a sister from a clip. I'm not going to play the whole clip. I'm going to play a little bit of it. I want you to get the general idea. Her name is Neith Knight. N-E-I-T-H. Neith Knight. That's how you spell her first name, Neith, and Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, Neith Knight. And she's talking about playing the game of white supremacy. My brothers and my sisters, go back and check out 1 through 60 and get the understanding. I'm not here to hate on nobody. I'm just here to wake up my brothers and sisters. This is your brother saying, check it out. Understand and always know I'm not hating you. When I put out this podcast, it's not about hating my own people. Hell, I'm black. I'm always be black. So it's not hating you. It's just waking you up. I'm getting ready for the Christmas holiday with season three. 
So the Christmas holidays coming up, I got a whole lot to say in regards before Thanksgiving when everybody loses their mind and go spend their money. But right now, I want you to check out my sister and uh, playing the game. I'm going to let you check out a little bit. I don't know how much, but I'm going to let you check out a little bit. But let me cue it up for you so you get the understanding on what's going on. My sister's going to explain on playing the game of white supremacy. Here we go. Check her out. I am coming, bringing a frequently asked questions. I get this question so much in my inbox. I get this question when I'm out in public. How do I maneuver within a system of white supremacy or essentially play the game? White supremacy is the global structure that is currently in play. If you don't understand what it is and how it works, everything else you think you understand will only confuse you. It is divided up between 10 areas of people activity. One, economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, war, and the last added by Dr. Francis Chris Wilson, medicine. The nine areas of the people activity were given to us by Neely Fuller Jr. to explain how white supremacy works. It is an infrastructure and blueprint that has been grown, that has been laid out by the global white mass to benefit them at the expense of Africans and other people of color. This system that all races should currently be engaged in, and most other races are outside of black folks, is currently trying to get Europeans off of them and gain some level of autonomy for themselves. So places like China, places like Dubai, places like Brazil, everyone is in the game of life essentially for economics, resources, wealth, and power. Black people, on the other hand, don't understand the game and therefore be bullshit a lot of times. And this is something that you can employ in order to, one, be more peaceful, two, not slap somebody, and three, learn. That's always what it's about, learn. Once you learn, you can grow. The first thing I do is I interact. I get so annoyed when people meet me and think that just because I'm talking to Europeans or somebody around me that is white, I would be rude to. No. No, 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 no. That's not how I was even raised. When someone respects me, I respect them. It's just a natural inclination that I have. So just because I see white people on a daily basis doesn't mean that I, one, treat them badly, two, am rude, and three, I don't interact. That's actually the opposite of what you do. A part of why we're not in the game, we so lost in the sauce, mismanaging our time, is because we truly believe there is no game being played. That's how the game works. It's your opponent trying to get one up on you while not letting you know he's trying to get one up on you. This is why they do so well at hunting. When they hunt and they go after their prey, they have the patience to get their prey to believe whatever mannerisms need to be believed in the mind or in the actions in order for them to get what they want. So think about the European colonists who came to what is now called America and the indigenous Americans. They sat, interacted, gave offerings, and stuck with them just as long for their prey, the indigenous Americans, to get comfortable. And then, that's when it happened. So you must interact with the group. Do not be rude, don't be underfriendly, and then, yeah, it's just negative energy. Two, listen, listen. This is a big, big point. Listen, talk. Talk to your coworkers. Talk to people at the gym. Talk to the cashiers. Talk. I'm so serious. I 
listen to them. I love to hear stories. I like to hear, tell me about the Trojan Wars. Please tell me about this anime series. Please tell me about this book. Please tell me about the tattoo that you have. What does it mean? When was it created? Please tell me about your family crest. I'm actually interested. What does the frog stand for? I love to interact and listen to the stories of white people because they really be dropping some gems on the cool. And if you have the patience and the tolerance, you'll learn something. Third thing, this is probably my second to favorite thing on this list. Observe. 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 Observe how you behind them in the line. And you didn't lost your patience and they just remaining calm. Observe how you've given the person a piece of your mind and they all around looking at you like... You need to calm down. Observe how even when they don't like one another, how they still have a temperament. I just watched a video one of my Facebook friends shared of a white woman who was deaf trying to order food, and she couldn't respond to the clerk who was asking her questions, obviously because she was deaf, and he didn't, he couldn't make out what she was saying. So when she went up to the window, he was rude, he didn't want to serve her, he kept telling her to go, 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 and she was like, sir, please, I'm trying to order. And I'm thinking to myself, did you really just say please? Did you really just serve? this man but then again that's why I'm black and she's white and they got power and patience and you know I'm just sitting here with us yeah how often do they use their power to carry out some type of adverse effect you got black women we go to work with one another tell the supervisor on one another you know call the phone when such and such is late observe when they're frustrated when they're feeling some type of way when they're emotional even at funerals white folks don't even do a lot of crying at funerals i would pay to get in a class with someone to teach me how these folks are so emotionless i'm serious i would pay for it the fourth thing this is by far the most important there's nothing more important on this list than this one right here for me i think if if, if i were you know teaching you all and i am I think number four would be the most important thing. I think you all should listen up for this one. Number four, this is an amateur's move, an amateur, amateur move. Four, do not, do not, do not discuss race in public. Okay, my brothers and sisters, you got it. Always, 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 always observe. Observe. Listen. She dropped four gems for you. If you want to get the remaining six, I'm going to leave the uh, information on the podcast where you can reach and uh, you can check it out. It's on YouTube. I'm going to leave the rest for you. But hey, she dropped four gems and each and every one, they're true. Now, the remaining six, they're even more powerful. That's why you have to pay attention to what's being said around you. You have to pay attention to people. Don't always be willing to jump first. Sit back and observe. That's what I do for a living. I observe and report. Observe and report. But see, when you quit to jump, you done miss something. No telling what you'd have missed because you'd have already reacted when you should have just sit observe. I wrote an article in the Media Magazine. It's for ecology. I wrote an article back in July. It's called The Smartest Man in the Room. 
And the reason why I'm the smartest man in the room, because I listen, I observe, and then I report. Listen, observe, and then report. But the article went off into much more detail. It's a digital magazine. It went off into more detail because every article has to be approved. At first, I didn't think they were going to approve it, but they posted it. But what you expect? It's somebody else's magazine. A lot of people don't approve when you're telling the truth. The truth is very important, but a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. But that was our sister, Neith Knight, and she dropped four jewels for you guys. This is your brother. I think I done dropped, including today, 60 jewels for you guys. For you to study, understand on what's going on, and to wake up. This is your brother saying, this is number six zero. I'll see you when I see you. But family, I got a whole lot coming in season three. Peace and love from your brother. And stand tall.